0: Welcome to Women Leading Change, the podcast that amplifies the voices and missions of women changemakers from around the world. My name is Laureen Nolan Card, women's leadership expert, and I'm going to share the strategies that women changemakers use to successfully lead in bold new ways that are in alignment with their values and true to themselves. Listen weekly as I share personal insights and inspiring interviews with women who are being the change they seek to see. So you too can evolve your own leadership skills, grow your own paradigm shifting business and mission, and be the change we're all seeking. Welcome to the Women Leading Change podcast, the podcast that is amplifying the voices of women around the world who are leading positive change. I'm really excited to introduce you to Laurel Ann Stark today, who is the founder of Resurgio, which is the first and only technology designed to support self-employed women. Their mission is to support one million female entrepreneurs to do well in life and business. And they've just launched. We've got lots to talk about. With me will be Laurel Ann Stark. She is an acclaimed business and marketing consultant and a mental health advocate. In her 17 years of self employment in tech, she battled and recovered from bankruptcy, burnout, and a horrible bottom with alcoholism. During her years as a wife and stepmom, she also experienced firsthand the negative effects of trying to do it all and be it all. In her work, she noted similar challenges in her clients' lives and she knew she had to take action to address the mental health crisis plaguing the world's innovators. She's a three-time Entrepreneur of the Year nominee. She's been featured in CNN, by CNN, Entrepreneur Magazine, and other media, and she's regularly asked to speak at organizations worldwide about mental health and entrepreneurship. So I am So pleased to have her with us here today to tell us all about what she is up to, what she is leading, and really we're on the cutting edge of something here with Laurel Ann Stark and Resergio. So help me welcome Laurel to the show. Thank you, Laurel, for being here.
1: Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited, Lorena, about what you're doing in the world as well. So I feel like this is going to be a really, really good conversation.
0: It's a juicy, juicy talk we're going to have here. Um, So, Laurel, it sounds like you are doing amazing work and you're on the cutting edge of new technology that's going to assist women in the entrepreneurial space. Can you tell me more about Resergio and what it is that you're you're leading?
1: Gosh, I would love to. Thank you for asking. So, Resergio is the first technology designed to support self-employed women to do well in life and business. And it was really born out of both my own personal experience being self-employed since forever working with thousands of men and women entrepreneurs to help them grow their businesses and realizing that women uh, tend to struggle in different ways than men. And that the supports that we have out there for our businesses don't take into account the fact that we, we have a very unique set of experiences and they're different than our male counterparts. Um, For example, the supports, that are available to us tend to be siloed between business and personal. And so if you go for help with your small business, you know, your personal isn't on the table, your personal stuff. And mm-hmm. what I've learned is that for women, business is deeply personal. So if there's stuff going on with you personally, it's going to affect your business. And if there's stuff going on with your business, it's going to affect your person, mm-hmm. personal life. So our, our attempt here is to provide an all-in-one solution because we believe that if you're doing well, um, in your personal life, it's much easier for you to succeed in your professional life.
0: Mm. What does that solution look like? What What is Sergio, Sergio?
1: Gosh, I'm so glad you asked. Okay, so it's the very, very first web app designed to support self-employed women. And um, what it is going to do is reduce the obstacles, three of the four main obstacles women have to growing their businesses. So one of the obstacles we hear about a lot is lack of access to funding. So Unfortunately, I can't do anything about that personally, but we can work to um, help women overcome the other three obstacles. So one of the big ones is isolation. Women typically have smaller businesses. We often work from home, juggling work and family life, and we don't have access to the same sort of social capital that our male counterparts do. I mean, we've only been in the workforce for you know, not really all that long comparatively, so Uh, where Sergio works to counteract isolation. And I'll talk about how we're going to do that in a minute. Another one is to help us combat overwhelm. So because we have such high workloads, both juggling personal, uh, domestic care burden, um, taking care of children, elders, along with our businesses, we tend to feel overwhelmed. So we've got some built-in tools to help deal with that. And another one of the Huge obstacles that we deal with that we don't actually hear about too too often is the impact of gender bias. So we live in a society, unfortunately, that does still have a number of systemic issues when it comes to treating men and women the same way, and that has an impact on both our well being and our ability to succeed in business. So our core feature set we've got seven different features to help women succeed in life and business, and the very first one is a fifty point performance assessment, which will basically just kind of look at your life, look at your business, look at your history and highlight for you obstacles to your performance and things that you just need to keep an eye on. So, Mm -hmm. for example, we know that there's uh, three or four factors that if you've experienced it as a woman, then you have a much higher risk for mental health concerns. And that will, of course, impact your business. So, for example, if you've ever experienced loss of pregnancy, which was, I believe, miscarriage day was yesterday. And Mm -hmm. it's like 25% of women, right? And if that Mm -hmm. happens, you're going to have a a bad time. And it's going to be hard to to be hard to overcome that and take care of yourself properly and run your business. So we just want to help educate women on some of the things that are super common that, that can affect your ability to do well in your life and business. So we've got the intake form. Once you fill that out, we've got a baseline for your well-being and your performance. Then we'll partner you up with an accountability buddy, which will keep you focused on your goals as well as combat that isolation. The second piece to combating isolation is plugging you into what we call a performance pod so it's a very small group of women it's basically your team and they will act as part support group part networking group as well as uh, a performance pod essentially so a mastermind hmm. then from there we have stress busting tools to help you combat overwhelm so we're working on building a game to actually help you figure out how to prioritize all the different tasks really <laughs> excited yes, about that, that sounds fun No, I can't wait to play it. Like this is, you know, I want to use this tool as well. So um, uh, another couple of games just to help beat stress. Um, The tool is actually going to be based in AI. So it will be smart enough to check in with you. The more you interact with it, the more it will give you customized recommendations. So it takes the guesswork out of what you need to do to to feel better and perform better. And then we also have skills, a skill section. So that way you can learn about some of the things that I find women tend to struggle with in terms of not having a framework, like how to raise your prices or have hard conversations or set boundaries or fire clients. So right. a whole library of skills. And then finally, last but not least is access to affordable therapy, which is mm-hmm. so needed. And um, so to would be right in the app. It's confidential. It's affordable. And it's just there whenever you need it. So you don't have to go out and look for it. Um, everything you need is right in the web app. So
0: that's all. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I, just got full on body goosebumps and tears in my eyes, because that is so, oh, like, that's going to save lives. It's not just going to help women in business, which is fantastic, for a lot of reasons, but it's going to save lives. And I I just want to applaud you for what sounds like an undertaking that is humongous (laughs) the tech involved in it in and of itself must be incredible um what what brought you to bringing all of this to fruition basically
1: being self-employed since 2003 um I just you know I I, I've gone about everything it feels like the hard way and I've had a Mm -hmm. lot of struggles personally that have affected my business life like I've gone through bankruptcy I've gone through burnout I've gone through a horrible battle with alcoholism I've had health challenges I've gone through divorce I've been you know I'm a survivor of, of abuse um and and like this work hard play hard culture that is so much the narrative in in self-employment mm-hmm. was really doing me a lot of harm and I didn't even know it really like I just mm-hmm. there's not a lot of female-centric entrepreneurial support, or there wasn't at least when I started out. So, you know, I had a hard time. And then as I was kind of going about my life and business, I was noticing that my my um, clients that were female were having different struggles than our male counterparts. And then this study came out in 2015 that at a Berkeley university that had found entrepreneurs suffer from, or directly affected by mental illness at a rate three times the global average. And that's just
0: men and women.
1: That's men and women. Right. And I was like, I for something, for some reason, like it just, it sort of explained everything to me, like why I would, you know, be up and not be able to sleep and doing like crazy whiteboarding sessions. Like Mm -hmm. anyway, so I got really obsessed with the data and I started to Mm -hmm. do more research on, you know, what supports are available. And then I started to think like, what if, what if this, this like entrepreneur is a female and she's, dealing with like the wage gap so just after that the mclean's magazine article came out and the front cover was talking about how the wage gap in canada is still 72 percent and i didn't know that
0: Mm -hmm. i didn't know that and i'm
1: like an a well-educated you know woman and i was blown away i was like what this is still a thing right and then i started to look into like what other obstacles do female entrepreneurs have like Mm -hmm. and then that led to the research report that we just released in september which we analyzed over 200 different independent studies and it's the first report on female entrepreneur mental health that's ever been done. And basically wow. I wanted to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like no one did it, right? And I was like, I need to, I need to know what the answer is because my, my gut and my intuition says to me that if one woman
0: mm-hmm. is an
1: entrepreneur... And she has this wage gap that she's dealing with. And maybe, you know, two or three of the other obstacles that are super common, like, for example, she's a survivor of abuse, which, you know, over 70% of women have gone through. Mm -hmm. And maybe she's lost a pregnancy, which over, you know, 25% of women have gone through. Mm -hmm. What would her mental state be like? Right. And I was like, I don't think she's going to be doing very well. Right. And... And then, you know, so the, the research report backs this up, basically saying that, you know, female entrepreneurs are at extraordinarily high risk of uh, developing poor mental health. Um, we have extraordinary pressure. Um, just being a female in society is is detrimental to our mental health. Being an entrepreneur is detrimental to your mental health. And when you put them together, it creates a very, uh, an alarming situation. And we did our own research and, you know, 22% of web respondents in our informal web poll that were female entrepreneurs indicated they experienced feelings of wanting to escape life.
0: Mm.
1: That's a big number.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a
1: big number. And that, that's kind of scares me. So I feel like my entire life has led up to this point where I've experienced a lot of the things that are in the report. I've seen it in my clients and I've been self-employed for long enough to know, you know, and have been through a lot of the struggles myself. So I just felt like, you know, someone's got to build a solution here. And if, if no one's going to, have it ready for me, then I guess I better do it. So I'm just doing it.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. So your background is through the tech industry. Is that right? And marketing? So
1: sales and marketing, I'm a third generation entrepreneur. And I, you know, as a a younger person, you know, I worked like commission only sales jobs. I sold sunglasses at the Stampede and Mm. vacuums door to door and all that stuff. And then in 2003, I got into web development and I was selling websites. And then in 2006, I started the new media group, which is a digital marketing, marketing firm. And so we've done everything from website design development to software design development, uh, to, you know, facilitating social media campaigns, marketing communication strategy. But I have been a woman in tech for, you know, since 2003. And it's been a really interesting, you know, I I can't tell you the amount of time somebody's asked to talk to my boss (laughs) or Mm. asked if, um, my parents know I'm doing this because I started really young and just, (laughs) you know, and like the amount of just like gross comments that you get through your Facebook and it's just,
0: yeah. Right. And, and a lot of people, women go into business because they would like to get out from underneath the, um, the bias and the misogyny and the harassment of the workplace. Um, and I think from what I've been reading in your report, uh, this is not the case. It, it still is there. And now we need to make a living and feed our family and all the things. And we still are, are working and functioning within this patriarchal environment. Am I correct about that? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's really, it's like really depressing actually that, yeah, we, we leave the corporate environment because you know we're hitting the glass ceiling. We don't get promoted as much. We don't get paid as much. We're dealing with harassment. That's like standard majority of women, right? You go into business for yourself and actually our pay gap increases, our Mm -hmm. risk to mental health uh, increase as well. And we just don't have the right support. So Mm -hmm. this is why I'm so passionate about this because it's like female entrepreneurs. If we had the right support, we would be able to contribute $12 trillion to the global economy because Mm -hmm. even though we have all of these obstacles and even though, Um, you know, we're getting paid less and all these things. We have the ability to outperform our male counterparts. We work like two and a half hours, uh, on average more per day. We do more things with less Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: our time management skills, et cetera, even, even, uh, the fellows on Shark Tank, uh, prefer to invest in female entrepreneurs because we do perform better. So, um, yeah, I mean, our potential is there. The opportunity is certainly there. We just need the right support.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And so what is your vision for, for Sergio and women in entrepreneurialism and leadership? What's your grand vision? My grand vision, I, you know, I really just want to get to a place
1: where women don't have to suffer as much as we're suffering. Um, I want us to be able to get paid. Well, you know, equally, I want us to be able to have an equal say at the table in terms of making decisions. Um, as to what's going on politically, um, leading large corporations, I feel like, you know, given the state of the world that we're in right now, I feel like it's really time to to make space for more diverse opinions and more seats at the table. I, I often wonder, like, I wonder if we would be in such a big mess if we had more women at the at the table, at the mm-hmm. decision-making tables.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I want to roll out research out to one million female entrepreneurs by 2030. Um, I want to be able to have something that's always available, it's affordable, and it's everything that you need in the palm of your hand to get the right kind of support. Mm-hmm. Um, and research is very much based in what's called the feminist therapy model. and it's just basically that we understand that that there are systemic issues and we're not going to pretend like that we live in a meritocracy that you know it's an equal playing field. We certainly are not coming from that perspective. We're coming from the perspective that we understand, what it's like to have the lived experience of being a woman in our society and you know we're meeting the actual need what not the fairy tale of what you know what we're told is that everything's fair and we don't need feminism anymore
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so yeah I want every single self-employed woman to feel supported to be able to um, have adequate self-awareness and understanding around what the obstacles actually are uh, not be alone um understand what the risks to her mental health are and have the proper tools to be able to manage it in a proactive way and then get professional help when and as needed to be able to earn a living wage and to be able to you know live and do well in business and have a business that supports her life and supports her well-being and ultimately contributes to solving some of the biggest problems that we're we're facing here now on earth.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I just want to pause for a moment and let that sink in. That's a beautiful vision. It it sounds like something that we should all have, and yet we all know that that's not the case. Um, yeah. And you make it feel like it's attainable. It it can happen with the help of things like Resurjo. Um, oh, I really, really just want to soak in that for, for a moment. It's... Um, it's such a worthy goal. And yet I I know that it's taken a long time to get here and a lot of work on your part. What are some of the challenges that you've been facing yourself to get to this place of of launching? Oh my goodness.
1: Um, How much time do you have? (laughs) Challenges (laughs) to get to this place of launching. Well, you know, what's funny is that like, I want to use this tool too, because I'm Mm. not just the person driving this cause forward. I'm I'm a female entrepreneur as well. And I have Mm. all of the obstacles to my wellness and my success that, you know, we're talking about today. So, um, you know, dealing with imposter syndrome. um, One of the reasons I generated this giant report over four years is because I'm a university dropout. And I did that on purpose because I was like, I've learned everything I need to know and Mm. I'm moving on. But I really struggled with like, who am I to have this opinion? Who am I to say that female entrepreneurs are struggling the way that they are? And I felt like I had to do that level of research to be able to come out and publicly say something that's actually common knowledge. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. just now that I'm, I've published that report and looking at it going, oh, wow. Okay. That was, that was a bit of imposter syndrome, possibly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Right.
1: Yeah. And um, making sure that um, I'm not, you know, working, and that's it, like making sure that I have balance in my life because I'm also, right. like I'm self-funding Resurgio. And so mm-hmm. that means that I'm still working as a business and marketing consultant as a full-time, you know, my full-time business plus Resurgo on the side. So mm-hmm. it's challenging to navigate the workload and to prioritize, et cetera, because also like I'm a woman in long-term sobriety, which means that I don't have the option of using a lot of the performance drugs that are super common in entrepreneurship, especially in tech culture. Like I'm not on whatever they are out of band, and I don't know. Like the one that makes <laughs> right. me focus. I, you know, so I don't have that. Um, so that's been um, something that I've had to like manage as well. Like just making mm-hmm. sure I get enough sleep, and
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's anno- and I'm not 20 either, you know. So I don't have <laughs> the ability to burn myself out anymore. I just simply don't have that. So that's been challenging and really annoying to to just repeatedly come up um, and face my physical limitations as like a, m- a mortal being. Um, I also find that it's incredibly frustrating that the organizations that purport to help, uh, female entrepreneurs are not stepping up right Mm -hmm. now. And it's not for lack of asking. Um, I have Mm -hmm. just for, just for example, I reached out to startup Canada. Um, I filled out their form three times. I downloaded their female entrepreneur support kit twice. I have not, um, I haven't received the support kit. I have not received an email back. I messaged them on LinkedIn. I messaged them on Twitter, and I said, "Hey, like you yeah. guys, like I'm trying to get some help," mm-hmm. and like nothing, mm, nothing. Wow. Yeah, um, and that's been my experience with a ton of the other organizations. You know, you hear in the news that there's all this funding for female right. entrepreneurs, and like I don't know where that is. Like right. I, I'm looking for it, but I'm not finding it. So, mm-hmm. um, and and this is this is part of the issue, right? This is why I'm crowdfunding because. Um, female entrepreneurs, female founders receive less, less than 5% of all venture capital investment in Canada and the States. It's actually like four and 3% just depending on where you are and what year we're looking at. But like
0: 95%
1: of the funding goes to male, male funded firms. And it's not because they perform better because they don't, Mm -hmm. it's because of the, the systemic bias that we're looking at. So Mm -hmm. actually getting the funding to get this up off the ground has been challenging, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're crowdfunding because crowdfunding does show uh, like research has shown that um, female founders tend to have more success with crowdfunding. Um, so that's you know obviously a challenge. um and yeah, just kind of coping with with you know i've I've got complex PTSD, I'm in recovery, mm-hmm. and covid's been real fun um <laughs> you know right. so yeah. just yeah trying to keep my own not destroying my own mental health in mm. in pursuit of creating a mental health app is <laughs> right is like the irony i just can't even with that right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's it's the reason that you know so well what's needed and the passion behind the project that's brought you here and i'm sure that the things that you've just recounted are things that uh, many many if not all female entrepreneurs can identify with especially the funding issue um, so tell me more about how women perform as entrepreneurs um, and and how we stack up in terms of of our outcomes
1: all right great great question so um i'm just looking him up right now so kevin on shark tank Uh, has come out and said explicitly that he would prefer to back female founders because they outperform their male counterparts. So I'm just going to grab the data here. Kevin O'Leary is his name. Yep. He comes out and he says, women run businesses, make me the most money. And here's why. So um, he's been investing for over 10 years. And basically he says that women have uh, better time management. Um, We have the ability to set more realistic goals. Uh, We're teachable and we accept critique better. Mm -hmm. And um, those are just some of the reasons that he feels um, female entrepreneurs do perform better. Mm -hmm. And he said that um, we tend to hit our financial projections a lot more often than than male counterparts. So -hmm. that's essentially why. Um, Mm -hmm. The direct quote is women hit their objectives in sales 95% of the time, men only 65%.
0: That's an incredible statistic.
1: Wow. It is an incredible statistic. And it just kind of makes me think of that meme, you know, have the confidence of a mediocre white man. Right. And yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) And I went to a conference and it was uh, on on Vancouver Island, uh, Island Women in Science and Technology. And it was a panel on how do we get more women in science and technology jobs. And there was a woman in charge of hiring for the entire province. And she said that for every single position, that ever came available, a man that worked as a Domino's pizza delivery man applied for the job. Incredible. Every time. And you have women that are like 98% qualified, 95% qualified, and they won't apply. And that's mm-hmm. data that we see all over the place. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think honestly, it's it's because of this narrative that women are not good enough. We're not, you know, we're the weaker sex. We came from the rib.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: just, you know, our society really does um, have this sort of hangover from being you know, we used to be property, and it wasn't that long ago. And, and just because we uh, it doesn't look like that now it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect us, right? So
0: well, and it's yeah. only been in the last couple of um, decades that women even in the US could apply for their own business loans, they had to have a, a cosigner before. Um, exactly. So th- this is recent history. And yeah. And so there's more to it than, I mean, the, part of the narrative is that there's something wrong with us if we yeah. don't feel confident, if we, don't, if we feel like we're imposters, um, if yeah. we're not meeting the goals or we're not getting the funding, that's something to do with us and mm-hmm. our not good enoughness. When in fact, it's a social phenomenon um, that's much larger than us. And, and that's part of what I see researchgio doing too is bringing together the community for community support because really this is a social issue, not an individual issue. Um, can you say more about the the community support and how that plays into the mental health of women entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, I would absolutely love to say that so um one thing that I see consistently in basically every female entrepreneur I've ever worked with is this 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 like bizarre feeling that we are like the only ones experiencing this and it's our fault. Mm-hmm. Um, over and over again, women, be, I think we're just, I don't know, I, we're isolated from each other. And there's this like narrative of like women competing against each other. And, and that's, you know, it's not helpful. Um, so in terms of community support, the isolation is really bad for us for two reasons. Of course, you know, for, from a mental health perspective, it's just not good. Um, we tend to have um, more, we experience loneliness more. We experience stress more um, because of course you can be by yourself and not mind, right? But we tend to to suffer a little bit more being by ourselves. So that's one aspect of it. On the other aspect of it, this notion of social capital is really critical and having community from a business perspective, because we don't have access to the right people as often as men do. So we don't necessarily know mentors. We don't know decision makers. We don't know people who can sign big checks, those types of things. So having a community is critical for that reason to you know make introductions and as i've been crowdfunding uh, women have come out of the woodwork to introduce me to the right people and you know because you can't do this alone it's it's so 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 hard so um, as we're crowdfunding we're building a community of people that are going to be active users on the app in the in the performance pods um, people who are going to be in the group that will be dictating and weighing in on the design and the development of, of the app, of the features, how it's going to look, what it's going to look like, and help push this thing forward, help change the world and help back this really, really important cause. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we just hit over 50 backers in 12 countries worldwide. Um, it's, you know, it's it's been such an incredible experience. Um the, uh, yeah crowdfunding is essentially learning how to ask and learning how to receive. So it's been an incredible growth opportunity for me and to just see this community spring up around, around me, around the cause, around the mission, around the solution has been just incredible. You know, it's incredible. And we're only, ha- we're just, just halfway through right now. So we still have a ways to go. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited
0: to see what we're going to create. It's, it's been amazing. So the, you're on Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's, is that where we would go to find out more about how to back the project? Yes. Uh,
1: So we are on Indiegogo. Um, There's links all over our social media. So you can find us at Mm reserjo.co on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on the web, reserjo.co. So the links to our campaign um, and in our campaign right now, it's going to run until November 10th. And essentially, if you back our campaign, you can either just contribute financially because you support us. Or you can select a perk. And so one of the perks I'm most excited about is 60% off an entire year of support with Resurjo. So mm. at, uh, the app will retail at, at about $35 a month once it's out and in the app store, et cetera. Um, but for now, because we're just starting out, we're offering 60% off. So for 113 US, you can get access to all features for a year when it comes out. And that's an incredible deal. And we're also, um, one of the other perks is for 500 US, you can actually be a partner. So, you know, be able to uh, get access to our community, get permanent placement on our website, our newsletter, shout outs on social media, et cetera. So those are some of the things that we're seeing a lot of interest in a lot of um, people attracted to, which is super exciting. And yeah, rent's still till November 10th. So every share on social media helps, every dollar helps. It doesn't matter how little we've had people contribute $10. And honestly, mm-hmm. We're so grateful for that ten dollars. Um, what happens with crowdfunding is, as soon as you hit that sort of forty, 40 or fifty percent funded mark, we can start to run ads, and absolute strangers will back it because they, they see that momentum. They, you know, it's sort of that empty restaurant phenomenon. You know, we right. don't want to be the empty restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once they see that it's full and it's exciting, you know, people will start to come. And uh, that's, that's essentially what we're looking for over the next few weeks.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. That's great. So we'll drop those, uh, those links in the show notes. Um, Is there any other, um, well, I'm really interested in that partnership with um, brands proposition. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because there might be people listening who are interested in that. I would love
1: to, I would love to. Okay. So for right now, Uh, We have five of these options available, five perks available for this partnership. So an official partnership, and I'm just like looking at my price and I'm like, wow, this is such a good deal. (laughs) So for 500 US, you are quote unquote, an official partner. So you can say in all of your marketing from now until, you know, we all leave this planet that you are an official backer of Resurjo, which is the first web app. Uh, designed to support self-employed women so it's ideal for any brands out there that do support self-employed women Mm -hmm. and want to put their money where their mouth is so you Mm -hmm. can use our brand all over the place um you also get permanent placement on our website you get uh, with a link to your to your website or whatever you want permanent placement on our email newsletter which goes out currently about once a week you get one shout out per month on our social media one uh instagram live interview and one facebook um live interview and that those perks go until February in terms of the monthly mentions. So it's incredible value. Um, And like I said, we are, you know, we've got big dreams and big plans and we're going places. And you know, we want to have this in the hands of a million women by 2030 Mm -hmm. in 10 years. So it's a great Mm -hmm. opportunity to get in the ground floor and help shape this thing.
0: Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like an incredible deal and a a a way to be a part of the community that's shaping the future. and and changing the landscape for the mental health of women in entrepreneurship. And I have a feeling even beyond that, um, the global landscape is changing constantly. Um, And I think that entrepreneurial women, because we are isolated, because we are um, doing something that is on our own has as you've said, so many more aspects to that go into the mental health um, issues of, of, of women. But the global landscape of, I, I think, I'm not sure if it was in your report or another one, but um, for example, if you have multiple um, like intersections of of issues, for example, if you are a woman of color, if you are a woman with um, ability, diversity, um, any of these types of um, areas that create further disadvantage gets even, your prospects are even worse in the sense that you're going to struggle more. Am I, am I right about that?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. So um, unfortunately, the, there's such a lack of research out there for basically anybody that isn't a white man like to mm-hmm. be totally honest mm-hmm. um it was so difficult to find research on female entrepreneurs specifically never mind women of color entrepreneurs trans uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, LGBTQ plus entrepreneurs but the research that we were able to find which were just sort of scraps here and there all patterns indicate it is much more difficult um the more you diverge away from being a white man the uh lower your income is the higher your bias is the um more likely you are to experience um like harassment violence etc it's actually it's shocking it's Mm -hmm. shocking how how prevalent um this the situation is for yeah especially you know, women of color I mean we're seeing what's going on in the states mm-hmm. um in Canada of course so mm-hmm. yeah it's not news it's not news but then you add that extra layer of entrepreneurship on top and it is extremely difficult and mm-hmm. um certainly we're not going to stop at female entrepreneurs either I think that this is where I need to start because it's my background and my passion but I think that mental health is for everyone and so our vision after we have successfully released for Sergio for women is we want to release for for men as well mm-hmm. because they experience mental health concerns at an alarmingly high rate as well. Uh, their concerns are different. Their inputs are different and we certainly want to tackle that. Um, we want to tackle that. It's the responsible thing to do. It's the important thing to do. And we certainly want to have mental health, you know, for all entrepreneurs, all, all people, um, and then once we've uh, got one out for male entrepreneurs, we want to release one for the general public as well so uh, we're just trying to fill that gap you know that right. isn't provided by social service it isn't provided by the education system it isn't provided mm-hmm. by the marketplace currently and so yeah,
0: yeah. big dreams over here yeah i can, I can hear it and and it's great I so so much needed the um so how do you um, source yourself? Like, yes, you want to use this tool. And, and I, I hear you saying that. What do you do right now, like to sustain yourself through all that you're going through?
1: That's
0: a great question. So I basically have like duct taped the
1: features <laughs> of the app together in my own life. Right. So the biggest piece for me has always been, you know, surround yourself with really solid people, um, not just solid people, but people you can tell the truth to. Mm. So, entrepreneurialism and self-employment has such a culture of bravado, which is basically, you know, public success, private mm-hmm. failure, mm-hmm. And that creates shame, and shame is dangerous. So, I have a group of women that, like, just even even just saying that makes me want to cry because I am so mm-hmm. grateful for them, mm-hmm. that I can call or text. They check in with me all the time. They ask me how I'm really doing, and I can tell them, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's the the foundation of my ability to to do what I'm doing in the world today. Mm. I also have professional help. I have a, an amazing therapist. I've got her in bi-weekly. Mm. Um, my, my, my psychic said that October and November are going to be the hardest two months for me. So I just booked in <laughs> acupuncture and massage appointments from now till Christmas. Um,
0: nice. I
1: ha- yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to front load the self-care. I have a very large dog so I can I am forced to go outside at least twice Mm -hmm. a day, which is super Mm -hmm. important. And that's one of the reasons I got him as well was to make me exercise and take Mm -hmm. a break from screens. Um, I, yeah, I'm mindful of, you know, just making those habits of, you know, go to the grocery store and do your laundry. And those things do pile up and not shaming myself for that. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned through this whole process is the struggles that I face for, for a large part of it, it's not my fault. It's systemic. Mm-hmm. If I was earning an extra 25 cents on the dollar, like mm-hmm. I could outsource my laundry or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, right. You know, and if I wasn't subject to, you know, abuse and harassment at the hands of the men that I, that, that happened, I wouldn't need so much therapy. Um, so mm-hmm. just taking it easy on myself a little bit and just telling, you know, and trying to connect with as many, female entrepreneurs as possible and tell the truth to them as well, because we need to shatter the story that, you know, you have to be okay to be doing. Okay. I think, um, yeah. yeah, And, and I just kind of like know what to do when I'm not doing well, you know, I just make sure that I've got my, you know, my sort of self-care plan all sorted out and I know how to take care of myself. And that's really important. And it's taken a long time to figure out what my little recipe for self-care is and, Mm -hmm. and how to handle crises. Um, but ultimately, you know, feelings are just feelings and they pass and they won't kill me. So I just make sure to feel my feelings and not stuff them anymore and mm-hmm. cry when I need to cry and let myself be tired when I need to be tired and just actually mm-hmm. accept that I am a cyclical human. I'm not a linear human. I'm a female. So mm-hmm. I go through cycles and
0: mm-hmm.
1: sometimes I'm top of the world and sometimes I'm, you know, way, way down at the bottom and that's okay.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point um, mm-hmm. about women and the cycles that we go through. Um, I've been, working with Kate Northrup, who, of course, um, wrote the, her most recent book is, the Do, is Do Less. And in it, she talks about the cycles, of course. And it's interesting, and I just want to present that, that, that men have a, a, a 24-hour cycle. So they go through a cycle in a day, right? Yeah. Women have a 28, 30-day um, cycle. And there are real ups and real downs in that cycle. I, I myself have been going through a down one just in these last few days, um, and before that, I was up, I was creative, I was in the flow, everything felt good, and then I hit this down, and I noticed it, and like you said, sitting with the feelings and, and allowing myself to rest, which is a has been a huge learning. Um, Mm -hmm. but then also this reaching out to a friend who I literally, you know, texted her and said, I need to talk to someone whose wisdom I, I respect and someone who I know is not going to judge me. Yeah. So that's huge. You know, just having that in your life to be able to say, I don't really know what I'm feeling. I don't really think it's about anything in particular. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but can I just talk to you for a bit? It's huge. Um, it is huge. And so that self-awareness
1: piece is like, it's so critical, I think. And that's one of the things that we really want to make sure that we're doing in the research app is like equipping women with information to assure them that what they're going through is actually perfectly normal. Right. Um, like the links between PMS and severe mental problems are, are, are statistically proven. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more women kill themselves just before their period, more women relapse just before their period, more women end up in the psych ward just before their period. Cause that mm-hmm. is when we have like no estrogen, no progesterone, no happy chemicals happening. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely sucks. And if you don't see that coming, like if you don't have a little notification on your phone saying, Hey, by the way, next week's going to suck. Like right. it can blindside you. And you can start to think like, mm-hmm. I'm always going to feel this way, or there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. or any of those things that aren't helpful. Whereas since I've been trying to align my, my energy levels, my work and my life around my cycle, I mm-hmm. found that it's easier to accept it. Just know, you know what, the next couple of days are going to be rough. And then after that, it's going to be back. We're right. going to be good. But right. Yeah. I had my period just as my crowdfunding campaign started oh, off and I was like, of <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Like, this is when I need to be on and I need to be energetic and like, mm-hmm. but this is like exactly why we need to have an ab that is it's like you know what yeah. no you can rest it's okay because right. I know that when I'm when I'm up and I'm on my game and all my chemicals are mm-hmm. you know blasting mm-hmm. that I can do the work of 12 men you know mm-hmm. and I can be super efficient and all that so I just I trust in that and um but if I can get that message out to women that like yeah if you have a rough period like you have a, it's normal everybody does and just get yeah, take the chance to rest and and maybe look at how you're how you're respecting your cycle as opposed to overriding it
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's made a yeah. huge difference for me.
0: So yeah. Oh, that's huge. Yes. And <laughs> aligning with you yourself and your own cycle, as opposed to feeling like you need to push through it. I think the message so, for so long has been, you need to keep up. You need to push through it mm-hmm. um, because if you don't, you're you're not going to keep up because you've only got so much time. But the reality is if you keep in alignment with your own flow, Uh, then you have the energy that comes with having rested when you needed to rest. So it's quite the reverse, right? If you, if you allow yourself to rest, then you have energy. If you push through, then you continue to deplete yourself. Um, And, and so that's when we, you know, turn to stimulants. That's when we turn to other substances or relationships or distractions to create that, that ability to push through that's not natural
1: agreed and we miss out on the magic of being a woman because in that last week it's like all that stuff that you didn't want to look at all the stuff about like hey you know it really bothers me when the garbage man does that or you know all the like deep inner truths (laughs) that are hard to access in other parts of our cycle are are impossible to ignore We have such deep insights, such deep wisdom. We have the ability to look back over the the past 28 day cycle and really have um, absolute clarity on what is and what is not working for us and the ability to make changes going forward. And that is something that I think is a real gift that, you know, um, to just sort of reframe it as being not like this horrible time where you can't participate in productive culture, but Mm -hmm. it's actually a really magical time where you can increase your efficiency by looking at what is working, what isn't working, do some really great analysis, you know, clean up whatever you need to clean up internally, externally, and, and, you know, take on the next 28 day cycle with more wisdom. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and that's been a really powerful learning for me as well is to respect it and honor it and enjoy it and see what, what gifts it has for me. So yeah, I encourage anyone listening, do some cycle awareness stuff and Mm. it'll blow your mind. (laughs) We're magic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So will Sergio perhaps have some of those kinds of lessons in it? Oh,
1: yes. So yes. Um, And again, I really don't want to, I really want to blur and get rid of these, this division between personal and professional because it's a mess. It's, it doesn't work. So yeah, like we're just talking about, right? The ability to be productive and push through, you know, that last week of your cycle is, Is not really there, so to Mm. make sure that women are aware of that, to make sure that, like, even just for example, you know, if you're on um, hormonal birth control, that 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 right away increases your your odds of depression. Mm. So, just for example, so like just little. So, if you fill out our intake form, we're calling it the the performance plan, or rather the performance assessment, we're going to ask you questions like that, so that way you then have the proper information. So, if you say yes, I'm on hormonal birth control, we'll say, hey, listen, just so you know statistically speaking, that's going to increase your odds for depression. Heads up. Mm. Here's what you want to watch for. Mm. You want to watch for lethargy, not wanting to shower, like that sort of thing. And just like that, those little pieces of education, those little pieces that will help you become more self-aware. And then those are the types of smart recommendations that it's going to make and say, hey, like, how are you doing today? Mm. You know, um, these types of things. So ideally at the end of the day, what I would love to be able to do is to take all the apps we're already using like the step tracker and the period tracker and the productivity tracker and sync everything into one. So, so here's, here's the dream is like when you go to your therapy session, you don't have to give the weekly update or the bi-weekly update. Your therapist can look at your activity on the app and go,
0: girl, what is going on with you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. What happened here in the middle of the month?
1: (laughs) What happened? Yeah. And then, you know, you, you don't waste that 15 minutes in the update. You can actually get into the meat of like the tools and the solution and everything like that. So I do want to have it be, you know, because we're busy, we don't have time, like just to make it as easy and efficient as possible to do well and have everything we need in our, in our hands. Um, and then we don't have to have that like cognitive load of like, Oh God, I got to remember self-care or whatever. It's like, no, the app's going to remind you. It's going to tell you.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah. Love that. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I can't exciting. Wait to use it. I want to I, use it right now. <laughs> I, I, I do too. I just signed up to back and uh, I, I I will get the perk of the performance uh, assessments or Thank what you. did you call it? The, is it called the performance? the
1: performance? Yeah. So there's two. So one's a performance assessment and that is where it's kind of a do-it-yourself. We'll go through the intake form. We'll do the 50-point um, intake checklist. Then you get that custom plan for just here's what to watch out for here's what's in your Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. the performance plus is where you get to actually talk to a professional about that Mm. Uh, whether it's a therapist or a counselor or a life coach
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: somebody who has you know education experience and qualifications to help you make sense of what the report means and to help create uh, a plan together so a lot of people are good with doing stuff by themselves and some people want to talk to someone about it or they have questions so Mm -hmm. the performance plus is just that opportunity to have a little bit more of an in-depth question and answer period with it a, with a, an expert
0: about that mm, that's great oh well i'm excited i'm so excited to see how it rolls out and i hope that you get all the funding that you need and more so that this can become a real part of women's lives and um break down the the walls of shame, we talk about the ceilings that hold us back. And yet, as you've already mentioned, how the walls of shame keep us isolated from each other and, and from our own real freedom around being the best that we can be in our own ways and not according to someone else's script of what that looks like. This is such exciting work you're doing, Laurel-Ann. Is there anything else that we can do to to help you? Um, We've talked about the Indiegogo program, uh, the the launch and the crowdfunding. Um, We've talked about where you can find you. Is there anything else? No, not really. Um, Essentially, our biggest um, challenge right now
1: is or obstacle or opportunity, however you want to frame it, mm-hmm. is yeah. making sure that we hit our crowdfunding goal. So, mm-hmm. yeah, essentially backing the campaign with whatever amount that you can, um, sharing it with your friends, um, anybody that you know is interested in supporting self-employed women, sending them my way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our biggest uh, ask right now. The other thing for folks that are like, you know what, I don't want any part of this Indiegogo campaign, I would say that check out the um, the State of Female Entrepreneur Mental Health Awareness Report. It's, it's not a light read by any stretch, but if you're struggling, it's really validating <laughs> to realize like, ah, actually there's 200 different factors that are going into why I feel like crap on this Friday afternoon. Um, right. I really do want to spread the word around, uh, reducing shame, reminding self-employed women, you're not alone, you're not at fault and you're doing great.
0: You're you doing are doing great, great, right? Yeah. Like if, imagine what we, we accomplish in the world, in our multiple roles with all of these obstacles, it's like we're running, I saw a meme the other day of a woman running a race with all these hurdles in front of, uh, in front of her and she's carrying like a baby in the kitchen sink, you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and the yeah. man next to her has got like a, a lead and, you know, he's, uh, he's all outfitted and doesn't have to carry any additional burdens. So we're running the same race with, ad- with more burdens and we are still successful. Imagine what we could create and be and do if we had the support and we weren't carrying those additional burdens. It is rock star material, right?
1: exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we we want that for everybody so I really want to thank you for all that you've created this you are a rock star what you've created you and your team is incredible um and I'm looking forward to being a participant and using it and and being a backer in any way that I can so thank you so much Thanks for sharing thank you so much,
1: Lorraine. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to talk about this. Um, thank you so much for backing the campaign. Thank you for your encouragement, for your kind words, for your support. Thank you for connecting with me in a real way about what the real struggles are, and for yeah, just for your support for what we're trying to achieve here at Resurgio. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Yeah,
0: you too, Laurel. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show please head over to iTunes and subscribe. When you leave us a review, I'll select one lucky reviewer each month to receive a special prize. You can also find us on the very special Divas That Care Network at divasthatcare.com. Until next time, keep being you.